Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the Space News Pod. This is your host, Will Walden. And you're looking right now at a live view of SpaceX Starbase. On your left, you can see the orbital tower with a gimungus, that's a real word, gimungus crane. And they're attaching more pieces to it. It's going to be about 400 plus feet tall. So this thing is going to be absolutely immense. Absolutely, insanely immense. Going to be crazy. And as you can tell, there's not much going on with the uh, Starbase right now with Starships. Starship SN16 has been pulled back by its brother SN15. Because it's sister, I guess they named him after our ladies. So, like all ships. But they're back there for viewing enjoyment. But they may also, if Elon Musk has his way, they're going to do a high-velocity test of SN16. Hopefully. Hopefully they'll end up doing that. But you know what that means? It means that SN16 is going to possibly push back time for Orbital Starship. Spend the time with SN16, getting it ready to launch. That could take a few weeks. Then I found a, find out about uh, SpaceX legal action. Um, not yet. There's not much... Not much released yet on that, but there is some other stuff going on, too, that I have to let everybody know about. I'm going to make a video about that either today or tomorrow, release it on Monday. But there's another there's some other legal stuff going on with SpaceX that um, could kind of impact the whole Starbase area. So, yeah, get ready for that one. That's going to be fun. <laughs> That's not going to be fun at all, to be honest with you. Hey, Bob, what's up? Yeah, the um, there's some other legal stuff going on with Starbase and SpaceX, and uh, not just the roads, not just the SpaceX roads that are going on, but also the um, some other other property things going on there because SpaceX just kind of came in and took over, man. Like they have bazillions of dollars, and you know they didn't really wait for anything. It's kind of went like, hey, we're going to just come in here and do our thing. Um, and here's kind of, let me show you this. This is what we were talking about with the first legal action here. Let me, let me show you this one. Uh, one second, I got to bring it up here for you. There you go. This is the one I'm talking about. Um, Cameron County District Attorney. I went over. There's a whole video about this thing. So this is kind of like the overview of it. Um, Cameron County District uh, Attorney notifies SpaceX attorneys um, that unauthorized road closures and enforcement by contracted security officers may be in violation of state laws, including a felonious uh, impersonation of a public servant. And here's the document. Save RGV. Basically, they're 
uh, they're a group of people, Save RGV. It's kind of there, the kind of a watchdog group that is keeping, kind of keeping SpaceX on their toes. And this is the, the document right here that basically says, um, SpaceX and its private security personnel have been closing and or denying public access to Remedios Avenue and Joanna Street. Um, right in the middle. It's basically like right in the middle of uh, SpaceX Starbase. Obstructing the highway or other passageway. Basically, people were driving down these streets while trying to. And um, SpaceX security was stopping them. But these are public roads. So they can't really do anything. Like SpaceX shouldn't have been doing this, in my opinion. These are public roads where people want to drive down. And they basically are kind of roads that nobody really goes on, you know, they're kind of like little dirt roads and they were before SpaceX got in there. They're just kind of like old dusty roads. Um, not the pro wrestler from the eighties, dusty roads, but they were old dusty roads down by the, um, you know, by Boca Chica village and they're off highway four. They're right there. Uh, they weren't really used frequently. So when SpaceX took over, they were like, Hey, this is kind of, we're going to be using this anyway for our, uh, launch facility so they kind of blocked it off to other traffic and you know that's a it's a tough thing for it's a tough thing for um for a company to go in like that and show that you know hey man we're here to stay and we're going to kind of take over this area um and on this tweet i got to show you this tweet too Kirk Dameron. We went over this in a podcast but i didn't i published the podcast yesterday but it was like the audio was horrible Horrible, horrible audio. Uh, something messed up with Neil, and we had a great like thirty-minute conversation about it. But the um, the audio was just too bad, so it was it was just I had to can it. Um, so I want to go over this a little bit. This happened to me in September 2020. I was stopped by SpaceX security, wanted to drive down Remedios Avenue, a public road, and then turned around to head back to State Highway Four. I drove slowly, and there were no markings or signs telling me not. Uh, to have done that SpaceX security supervisor was called and came to join the private security people who had stopped me. I clarified that no signs indicated that I should or should not be there. Uh, drive on or, or I should or shouldn't or should or not or could not uh, drive on what clearly was a public road. I was told that I drove past a SpaceX security person who was standing off the road. It's a pretty, pretty big thread here. Um, you know, basically said, hey, um, you know, you got to turn around, Kirk Dameron. Not to be confused with Kirk Cameron, the the actor. But yeah, it's a, it's a tough situation that SpaceX has kind of put themselves in. I kind of figure out what's going to happen. I think what they're going to do is probably, probably buy out, you know, this property altogether. They'll probably be like, hey, county of, or they'll, you know, they'll lease it from the from the county or something. These few roads make them private. So they'd be within their facility. That way the county gets a little bit of money. You know, um, SpaceX will make their own road probably eventually for these kind of things. So, you know, for that, and then Highway 4 is just not, it's not equipped for these kind of giant machines either. Uh, they should have just offered to buy the road easements. That's what the hospitals do around here when one runs through whenever. Oh, yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. They'll just buy it. 
you know, they'll just buy it up. And that I think that's going to be the important part is that they can kind of just do their thing. You know, they have to continue doing their thing. They have to continue building and they can't let this stuff stop. So can't let this stuff stop them. So I think that's what's going to happen. I, I really do think it's just going to be a matter of time before they just say, well, let's just, you know, just buy it up. Not that big of a deal. But there's another another kind of legal case going on here. And that's that's what I'm making a video about, and that's gonna be a um that's a whole other it's <laughs> a whole other thing, man. <laughs> you know, that's a whole other thing. But it's you know, SpaceX, they're a big, they're a big company. They have tons and tons of money. They have Elon money, you know. So they gotta they got to play by the rules, but they also have to make sure that they're doing things right. And, you know, they're playing within the rules. And also, you know, next time something like this happens, there's going to be a precedent for it. And you never know. I mean, if they, if they buy out these roads, will they build other roads around it? I'm... I'm assuming Neil and I had a conversation about this yesterday. Neil's assuming that they'll do something like uh, Kennedy Space Center, where they have basically a train track to move, um, you know, to move big equipment in and out. Is loaded up on a train, move it in and out, and that's it. Pretty simple. And they own all that area. You know, it's in. Um, you know, it's in the facility, like within their within their bounds to do that. So. I believe SpaceX will be doing something like that. They might just make a road. Roads are simpler. They don't, you know, they don't take as much money as like a rail car would. Um, so I, I think that would be a better option for them at this point, because eventually they're going to, they're going to continue testing down here at Starbase, but also they're going to be moving operations to Florida at some point. So the, the fact that they can do this here and now and have this open architecture that everybody can see, like we can see this giant crane that's making the orbital tower right now. Um, but man, in the next two, three years, we're going to see launches of Starship. Possibly, I mean, they're probably going to do the lunar Starship launch from the Cape because that would be cool, man. Think about that. Lunar, lunar. Starship launching from the Cape 39A. SpaceX already has the facility. They might just have to retrofit it for Starship, but other than that, uh, they need to test this thing, and there's no way to, no, absolutely no place that they could have done it than Starbase. Especially with the rapid production that they're going through right now two Raptors or one Raptor every two days. You know, and that's the, that's ridiculous. A new Raptor every two days. And then they're going to launch these, like launch a Starship. They could do it. Let's see how many, so 30 there. Let's just say 30 for the Starship, 32, whatever. We're going to be between 29 and 32. So we'll just say 30, 30 Raptors. So that'll be 60 days. So two months to build the Raptors for uh, the booster. And then three. Okay. 
So yeah, in a couple months, you know, a month and a half, they could get enough Raptor engines to launch another orbital starship. What the heck? <laughs> oh, thanks, Andre. I appreciate that. We made it to 80,000, man. We made it to 80,000. I was like, I got this, uh, I got this notification from YouTube the other day on the top of the, on top of the uh, admin panel. And it said like, Hey, in the next couple of days, we're going to take out all the bots. You know, we're going to remove all the bots, all the like junk subscribers from your channel. And like, all like most channels got this alert. So it wasn't just for me, but, um, most channels got this. And then we were just at 80,000 when I got that alert. And then a couple of days passed and I was like, well, we're probably going to like go dip down below 80,000. We actually went up. So, <laughs> so yeah, it was pretty cool, man. I was pretty stoked on that. Um, Bob Briggs says they could also trade for a new school or something. Yeah, that's true. They could, they could give money to give money to the County. They could donate a bunch of money. You know, they could donate some, um, just some, some goodwill. Basically that's what they're trying to do here is make goodwill with the County. And, um, you know, Cameron County has been really good so far and they've donated or they're going to be donating a ton of money to Brownsville, like millions of dollars, hundred million dollars or something to Brownsville, something like that. Some ridiculous amount of money for the downtown of Brownsville. And basically what they're doing, what SpaceX is doing that for, they're doing it to stay in good favor with Brownsville, but they're also doing that to lure in potential, um, potential uh people that are going to be working there employees so like you don't want to you don't want to live in a place so say if you came from los angeles and you're like an amazing developer of something i say if you're an amazing software developer coming from los angeles or san francisco and spacex offers you a job in brownsville and you're like well i don't really want to move to brownsville because it's not up to par with san francisco it's not up to par to like you know, Silicon Valley. So what they're trying to do is they're going to, they're trying to get people to come to Brownsville area. I've looked at that place. It's cheap. Like the rent there can sit like compared to say San Francisco, LA, New York, big city, Chicago, something like that. The rent there is cheap. So you gotta, gotta know that SpaceX is like tried to build up his downtown and renovate the downtown, donate a school, give a bunch of money to the school system. So these people will be comfortable bringing their kids into this system too. Like a lot of these people that work at SpaceX, they have families, you know, they're young families. And, um, the, the fact that, that like Brownsville isn't, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk smack about Brownsville, but it's not like, it's not a big city. It doesn't have the infrastructure, say that something like San Francisco does, or the whole Silicon Valley has, or Chicago. Like it just doesn't. It isn't a big city yet until SpaceX makes it into one, and they're trying to do that. They're trying to donate a bunch of money to it in order to uh, lure people into working for them. Because I've been looking for places down there for Studio B, and there's places in Brownsville, like right downtown. You can get a place right in Brownsville for like 1200 bucks and it's a beautiful spot man like a beautiful apartment building like brand new built in 2019 or something like a couple years old so it's still modern um but 
uh, and it's not it's not expensive for a city, you know, if you're in any sort of like major city, say New York City, you can you you buy a box in New York City for like four thousand dollars a month, like a little box in the in uh, the Bronx or Brooklyn. You know, it's like a couple thousand bucks to start if you want to like a little closet. But four thousand dollars for like a single bedroom. If you got a kid, you're spending four grand a month for a two bedroom so they can have their own place to sleep. Four or five thousand dollars a month. And you know, small towns, it's really cheap. And I would consider um I think Brownsville has thirty thousand people. Hold on one second. Let me let me find out. I think I'm wrong though. Let me hold on. I think it's more than that. Oh, it's 180,000. So almost 200,000. And it's kind of um 2015 it was 182. Population's going up a little bit. Eh, eh, kind of. It's like it's like 170 to 182, 172 to 182 now. So Yeah, it's not it's not huge. And then the first, uh, the first um, search after that, people also, also ask, is Bronzeville, Texas safe? The D minus grade means the rate of crime is much higher than the average U.S. city. Um, Bronzeville is the 13th percentile for safety, meaning 87% of cities are safer and 13%. This show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files all of my writing stuff and all my photos. And you get unlimited computer backup for Macs and PCs for just $7 a month. You can back up your own documents, photos, videos, drawings, projects, all of your data and access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using the web app. And you can access the files on your mobile too. iOS, Android apps, all covered. And this is the cool part. This is my favorite part. You can restore it by mail. A hard drive will come to your house with all your data shipped to your door, it could come to your business too. And you can restore return refund program. So you can buy a hard drive restore, send the hard drive back within 30 days and get a full refund. So basically they ship you this hard drive and then you ship it back and you don't ever pay for it, which is the perfect program for somebody who has huge files and you don't want to waste days and days downloading terabytes and teraflops of data. And if you're worried about accidentally deleting your files, two bucks extra a month, you can increase your retention history to one year. And I use it for all of my video files. It comes in super handy. So $7 plus $2, $9 a month, and you get everything backed up. Ease of mind for up to a year. And if you use the URL backblaze.com slash Elon, you get a fully featured 15-day no credit card required free trial. Check it out. Play with it. Start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Back your stuff up. It's recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9to5Mac, and more. And it's recently been listed on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange under BLZE, so you know they're legit. Backblaze is committed more than ever to bringing easy and affordable data storage that you can trust. Don't be that person that forgot to back up their important files. We've got your back. Sign up for a free 15-day trial. No credit card required. Go there, sign up, play with it. It's really powerful and it's really easy to use. So go to backplays.com slash Elon. Backplays.com slash Elon. Backplays.com slash Elon. Percent of cities are more dangerous. So giving this money to the Brownsville area, 
um, you know, they're they're trying to make it a better place for employees to work, basically. Oh, I see up here. Ezra says, hey, Will, love the vids. Quick question. Why do you why do they build starships from the middle outwards if they assemble them vertically? Uh, surely it would be easier just to go from bottom to top. That would make more sense. I'm not a see. The other thing is I'm not an engineer, so I'm not sure what that answer would be. Thanks for that question. Though. That's a really cool question. Um, and Andre before that says legal against or for starship. Well, um, and we were talking about this earlier about like there's a legal complaint going on uh, with Starbase right now. Another one, not the Rhodes one that everybody knows about. But there's another one and it. If it all were to work out um for the other party it'd be a pretty big blow to uh spacex so you got to be careful they got to be careful hey starman g10 starman g10 starman g10 starman g10 the the uh, person with two names they're buying a golf course in the texas area for a factory i think i heard they're buying all sorts of property man they have um the piece that i'm working on right now the uh, they have a holding company and they have a whole, what is it called? Loans or dog leg or something like that. Dog leg holding company or something. And that is sort of like a subsidiary of SpaceX. And they're like just gobbling up property in that area. Let's see. Let's see. Rent. Brownsville, Texas rent price. Rent price. Let's just see what Brownsville has. Uh let's just do let's just do apartments.com. And then there's one, let's see, right downtown uh Brownsville. Let's just see if what we can get here. All right, let's just I'm gonna pick a, a random one. Hold on, let me let me pull this up for you so we can actually see this. So we can do this together. Because they're working on you know, they're working on all sorts of fun stuff over in Brownsville. So check this out Be because place is limit in high bay. It's actually easier to build top to bottom. More places needed for a cr Oh, dude, that makes sense. That makes so much sense. So this is what I'm saying. A one to three bedroom in Brownsville, 635 to 950. Like what? And it's like a decent, pretty modern place. Looks nice. I mean, I'd live there. Maybe I will. Maybe this will be Studio B. <laughs> Let's find out. Yeah. Uh, Bonaventure Apartments. Brownsville, Texas. Schindler Drive. Month Monthly rent, 635 to 950. 635 to 950 right there. One to three bedrooms. One to two baths. 700 to 1324 square feet. Move-in special, $0 admin fee to apply. Uh, one bedroom. Yeah, so the the rent prices, so a two-bedroom is only $785 in Brownsville. How crazy is that? One bedroom, $635 to $655. Let's do a virtual tour of this place. All right, all right, let's do this. Uh, I don't want virtual reality devices. I have a browser. So let's see. 
Okay, there's your front door. You walk in. Oh, cool. A little area where you can hang out, a little bar, a little breakfast bar there. Get a couple stools. Normal little kitchen in an apartment. Decent looking, uh, decent looking kitchen there. We got a little little storage closet there. You put your broom and a couple other things in there. You got a dishwasher, uh, sink. Uh, yeah, not too bad. Couple cupboards, you know. Don't need a lot of room. So this could be Studio B. I got a little porch I can hang out on. Got a little bookshelf there. This could be the studio right here. We could set up the studio right in here. There's numerous plugs. One, two, three. That looks like a cable outlet. Four plugs. There's five plugs. Six plugs. Seven. Eight. Uh, that wouldn't be considered a plug for the studio, but studio could be right here. And then the other closet. That's where I put my skateboards. Bathroom. Yeah, decent bathroom. So this is like 700, like just say 700, 750 a month for this place. And that's why SpaceX is spending so much money in the Brownsville area, because, um, you know, they want people to move in. They want people to move in because they want them to work there. But they got to be careful. That's all I'm saying. They got to be careful. Because... Uh, they're doing a lot of uh, a lot of weird stuff, a lot of weird stuff happening. As far as um, as far as legal stuff going on with SpaceX, etc. Now, give me one second. I'll be right back. Enjoy these views of the uh, orbital launch tower for a moment. I gotta take my dog out. She just started giving me a give me the, the look. <laughs> so, just give me like two minutes. I'll be right back. Will you be an epic new Starbase resident? Tech 10, that's the plan, man. That's the plan. I might just hit that place up and be like, Bonaventure, what's up? 635? All right. Let's hook it up. Here we go. Okay, I'll be right back. This is Starship SN15 and Starship SN16. Beautiful. Beautiful shot here by Stargazer or Starship Gazer at Starship Gazer on Twitter. SN15 and 16. Beautiful shot, but beautiful. It's so cool that like <laughs> that we just get to see this, you know, like this is just a normal thing. Um, have I seen the rocket in the new Battlefield twenty forty two? Yeah, I have actually. That looks pretty sweet. I don't know. Um, I don't know what that gameplay is going to be like, but it's going to be pretty sweet. Hey, Allie, how you doing? Thanks for the info. Yeah, man, that's what I'm here for. That's what we're here for. Uh, Ellie, you got to practice some music. Oh, sweet. That's good. I'm looking for, so I want to do a thing, not really a contest. I want to, I want to have people submit music, like, like this kind of mu music, like, uh, here, let me show you. Let me show you the kind of music I'm talking about. Like this kind of music, but like for an intro for our show, like this kind of stuff. I don't know if you can hear it. Hold on. Turn that up a little bit. This kind of music, kind of for an intro for the show. We might have a might have a contest or something. I'm not sure. Do I think if do I think SN16 will fly in July? Um, my vote would be for 
Ooh, that's a tough one. <laughs> Put me on the spot here. I'm going to go with no. And the reason I'm going with no is because they want to launch Orbital. So I, I think they can't really learn much from SN16. I know Elon said he wants to launch in uh, July, or he wants to launch SN16, but I don't know how much they can learn from SN16. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to look into that. I mean, it's going to be a... It's going to be a, an interesting thing to see what they do with SN16, because SN15, out to pasture. It's done. But SN16, maybe, and maybe they'll launch it. I don't know. I don't know what they could really get out of it, though. But here's SN16. Check this out. At Consider Cosmos. Check that out. That's what a beautiful, amazing life to live that you can get that close to uh, a starship like how crazy is that that that's actually a thing like you could sit on the side of the road it's a public road highway four you can just park there and then when a starship rolls out like that's what i was saying before because the infrastructure doesn't really exist like highway four is not built for rockets it's built for like trucks you know like these kind of trucks that this guy's walking down on the left side there, it's built for those kind of trucks. Like those, not giant trucks that transport rockets. <laughs> it doesn't seem very safe. You know? So, but here you can see SpaceX Starship SN16 heading towards um, their brethren SM15 parking right next to them. Absolutely incredible to get these shots, though. Consider Cosmos is the... Uh, is the uh, Twitter handle. Um, did you see that SN16 had things hooked up to it? It's pressurized. Really? I didn't see that. We got another thing, too. This is These are all sort of things that we had for, that we were doing for our, um, what's it called? Uh, our podcast. And I'm just like going through the tabs that we went through because the last podcast audio was just like garbage. Something happened to Neil's audio. I could hear him fine. We did tests beforehand. Everything was fine. But when I got the recording, it was just, we couldn't use it. It was garbage. I, I, I posted it up, but, um, the, it, it was just not good. So I had to, I had to unlist it. Um, and we're, we were speculating on this yesterday. We were like, what is this thing? Neil said, so look at on top of this thing, whatever this is, there's these pins right on the left side of your screen over there. <laughs> That's weird doing it backwards, but over there, there's these pins on this thing. What are these? Are these, are these grabbers? Are these the Mecha, Mecha Godzilla grabbers? Um, you know, what is the, what is the purpose of those? And there's two of these things. And apparently there's another truck behind this one, another trailer behind this with the same thing. So there's four of these things. Um, SN15 and 16 seem to be pressurized. So while either flying is up for debate, we might even see SN15 fly twice. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. I'd freak out. I would freak out. Um, yeah, that's true. Hypersonic. Um, 
Yeah, it'll be it'll be pretty nice. SN16 if they could launch it. If they do need to test it, that'd be pretty cool to have. So, I don't know what this thing is. We were guessing it's part of the claw mechanism, but we have no idea. To be honest with you, at this point, RGB Aerial had some cool photos as well. Um, orbital launch tower table, aerial imagery, RGV aerial photography, RGV aerial photos on Twitter. Uh, there's a nice place for a picnic in the middle of this thing, too. <laughs> and there's this thing on the right side, right? This is uh, it's behind me now. You can't really see it. Hold on. Let me see if I can open this in another tab so you can kind of see what this thing is. This thing right above my head. Let me see if I can zoom in. Let me get over there. So that thing right above me, right up there, that thing. What is that thing? We think could be part of the... Uh, uh, noise suppression water system uh, could be part for clamps, you know, could be pieces where the clamps go in and out. Um, we're not hundred percent sure. So we're kind of taking, taking guesses on that yesterday. So hopefully, hopefully we get some more answers. And when they start stacking this thing, once the tower is built, we're going to see like, once the tower is fully stacked, we're going to see all of these things kind of come into play. Right. So we're going to have, uh, the, uh, Orbital launch mounts. Everything's going to come into play. Right there, you can see there's a better there's a better picnic area in the middle there. I don't know what they're doing in there, but you can see the skeleton. Here's a, a guy on the... Uh, I pointed to my screen like you could see me pointing at my screen. On the uh, left side, if you're looking at this, he's in blue. He's climbing up the, uh, the um, mount there. So... We're not sure. This might be a, even a water suppression. So when those things come down, you can see those kind of clamp things. They look, look like they're lowering. That could be the water suppression system. Um, we're not sure yet, though. We're Everyone's kind of guessing. You know, we even, you know, the bigger YouTube channels that are like, they have, you know, 15, 20 people on their staff. I have me and Neil and Mel. And Neil and Mel have full-time jobs. <laughs> so, so I was like, yeah, they don't really have time to keep up on this stuff, but we're guessing this is part, I mean, this is part of the clamping down, like the clamping mechanism probably, but also part of the water suppression. We're thinking, we're guessing, not a hundred percent sure, but we'll see. Neil told me that. So if it's wrong, that it's Neil's fault. <laughs> I blame it on Neil. And then these hooks, what are these hooks for? Those random hooks. Um, very hooky. See, look at how hooky they are. Very curved. Um, and we'll see what those are for in the future too, but, um, we're not a hundred percent sure. And that was from RGB aerial photos, another look at that weird thing. And then we had this cool thing, Brady Kenning, uh, Keniston new launch tower section is made to the launch site. This happened yesterday. Um, it's yesterday. Not sure. Um, but yeah, absolutely stunning. And you can see that. Thank you, Matthew, for that sub. Appreciate that. Um, but that's the the tower right there. Live shot of the tower at Starbase. So we don't need, we don't even need that photo, do we? But that was Brady uh, Keniston. And that's the favoritist on Twitter. And here, Phobos. You know, they're going to be trying to... Uh, launch and or land starship on these oil rigs 
what is that about? That's crazy. But they have, they've written, so what they did, they bought, um, they bought these old oil rigs for like 3 million bucks, which I think Neil told me they're like a, like a billion dollars or something. It's like some ridiculous amount of like a hundred million dollars or something like that. Um, it's like a ridiculous amount of money for these things. And they bought it for super cheap and then they're just ripping them down. So that's what's happening to Phobos. You can see right here. It's like basically just a platform now. You know, they have all the infrastructure for the platform, floating platform where they'll be launching and or landing starships. This is what it looked like before. They had a giant tower in the middle and all this other stuff. And now they have just like just a few things. Just like rip it down. Rip it down to bare bones. So that's pretty cool too. Um, they're they're working hard. I read in an interview, I read an interview with the company's um CEO, I believe, that was talking about this. And this is from uh Steve Overvold, Go uh Go Bama Roll Tide at Go Bama Roll Tide. Um but I read that this company was basically like, hey, we can do it for the cheapest and we can do it in a good amount of time. So that's why they hired them. <laughs> that's basically it. It's like they they bid for this contract and they got it so they can rip it down and they can build it back up again. So and they went from that, from this right here. This is RGV aerial photo on Twitter. That's a beautiful shot, by the way. Like that's some that's some engineering but that's also like that takes a very trained photographer to get that photo and then you have this which is like everything's gone so they're doing their job well the one is scheduled to move out at the end of the month for the build-up sweet yeah that's yeah it's like rip it down build it up so they just need the platform and then they're going to build everything they can um a red alert red alert I got to fix that or just get rid of that light, man. I might just get rid of it. And then MZ, you know who MZ is? Bazillionaire that uh, is going around the moon, a dear moon. He's training in Russia for his, he's doing a Soyuz launch. He's launching to the International Space Station. So I don't know why he just didn't get like, a private flight with a SpaceX rocket, but I guess he just wants to go. That's cool. Yeah. Pretty sweet. But that's how you train to become an astronaut right there. Neil and I were joking yesterday when we were doing the podcast, we were both like, yeah, we would probably break in half if we tried that. <laughs> like we would just, we would totally break in half. <laughs> Our spines would break, but you know, it would be fun while we did it. It's hard though, man. I've, I used to play on trampolines all the time when I was even, you know, like 10 years ago and I used to cross train for snowboarding and, um, the, the air awareness you have to have, like he's practicing for kind of like zero G, you know, what it's going to feel like to be floating. So, um, so like right about there where you're like your initial inertia goes up to the top when he's like kind of on his back and he's kind of like kicking his feet to come back down right about here. Um, let me see if I can pause it at the right spot, right about, right about there is where you kind of feel zero G 
and you're just like you just like for that brief second until gravity sucks you back down um so he's training for that basically but it's hard like his captain is quite difficult <laughs> it is it's a lot of work it's a lot of work to do that and then we have this which is um a chinese rocket booster um yeah the shenzhou 12 launch which launched three chinese astronauts to the new chinese space station this is one of the boosters man this is just in the middle of a field somewhere what the heck somebody walked up to this thing with a cell phone with their phone and started filming this we're like oh what's this thing i'm gonna get really close to this not like to this gas <laughs> uh problematic this is chris combs dr chris combs um, another problematic inland launch leads to an inevitable dangerous situation with Chinese rocket debris. Whoever is filming this is entirely too close. You don't want to play with the nitrogen tetroxide. Uh, this is from Shenzhou 12 launch. Yeah, you don't want to play with that stuff. Deadly. Don't well, don't breathe it in. Um, so this is the this is what I mean when I say don't live in the red box. Don't live in the red box. Basically. This area, like this is the flight path for this thing. This whole thing right here, that's the flight path. So don't live in there. Don't live anywhere near there. Or is it in Hunan? Because there's two red boxes. This, this red rectangle at the top looks like the flight path. And then there's a little one by Hunan. And by Wuhan. So yeah, don't live anywhere near those. That sounds horrible. And here's another one. From AJFI, here are some interesting contexts I highly recommend and follow for all things related to this Chinese space program. Uh, Andrew Jones. Um, another one. Look at this. Look at that. That's just falling onto a road. What the heck? Yeah, it's just like, yeah, whatever. No big deal. Like, these are Chinese rocket boots. They have to be like, that's that could kill somebody easily. Okay, <laughs> that's that's hilarious. You know, it's serious that they're doing this, but this GIF, it, like, you don't do this. You don't do, like, a serious story, right? Like, you're like, okay, don't go up here because this is going to kill you, right? So that those fumes are going to kill you. And then you scroll down, and you're like, oh, man, don't live in here because this is a serious business. Like, you're going to get crushed by a rocket, and you could get crushed by this rocket. And then if you get crushed by this rocket, guess what happens? 1-800-235-DEAD. <laughs> what is going on? What is going on? That's insane. Yeah, so don't do that. Um, Toby Lee on Twitter. It's a bunch of eyes. Uh, it's the mating of the Shenzhou 12 uh, crew capsule to the... Um, the Chinese space station. Absolutely brilliant. Like, come on, man. You gotta, you gotta respect what they're doing as far as building a space station. The rocket's super dangerous. The extra stuff like boosters falling on roads and 1-800-235-DEAD or whatever that was. Yeah, that, super dangerous. But they're building a space station for three Chinese astronauts that are up there right now. And that's amazing. 
What do you think would happen if a Chinese rocket stage accidentally crashed into Manhattan, New York? Uh, there'd be some, there'd be some hell to pay. Nobody messes with New York, man. That's serious business. Um, and then we have three Chinese astronauts, currently 10 humans in space. Three people are aboard the Tianjiang space station. They'll be up there for three months. So we have Teng Hangbo, uh, Liu Boming, and Ni Haisheng. Haisheng. I don't know how to say his name. Sorry, uh, Ni. Uh, but they're up there right now. They're in a space station that isn't the International Space Station. It's their own space station. And that's absolutely marvelous because we need to have as many people as we can in space. That's what we need. We need that. We need those people to be up in space. And we also need me to move into this place so I can be at Studio B in Texas so I can go to Starbase every day. This is right downtown of Brownsville. Don't look in my bathroom, creepers. But yeah, this would be a cool little place. Might be fun. So, yeah. It's pretty it's pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool what they're doing and I really want them to um I really want them to succeed. I think it'll be really cool for them to um you know, get the get more space station modules up there, man. More people in space means more science done in space. More science equals, you know, more new developments. We can build new things, build new space stations, build new, build basically more stuff in space. I'm all for building stuff in space. I I think it's important that we do this. Um, you know, I think it's also important that we keep track of everything that we're launching in space. So anything that's happening with uh, Chinese launches, we have to make sure that everything's safe. And we've had, you know, countdowns. We've had, um, you know, uh, what's it called? What's it called? That's, that makes sense. Um, you know, we've had trackers for... Chinese space stations because or Chinese space launches because they don't care what they do with their with their boosters once they're launched. Trying to get this thing set up here, trying to get it all uh there we go. Get a little border around me. Um I don't really care about where the boosters land or where the debris lands once it actually does send stuff up to space. So, you know, we have to keep an eye on that stuff. And I've been doing trackers every time something like this comes down. So we'll see what happens in the future. Uh, but right now we're just kind of kind of keeping an eye on the space station and making sure that the astronauts are doing doing well up there. They have three months. There's really no, um, you know, there's there's no other plans for them other than to be up there for three months. And there's no other people going up quite yet. But uh, we're not sure. Also, we're not sure what when other modules are going to be added. So we're going to take a look at um that stuff in the future too. Like how many people are going to be added to the Chinese space station? Is it going to be a place where, you know, 10, 15 people, I don't know how big this thing's going to be uh, altogether because they could continue adding onto it. And we don't, we have kind of like, I wouldn't say their final plans. Hold on. I got to fix this light. I swear. 
I'm just going to turn that thing off. Hold on one second. The, um, <laughs> the, uh, the plans for that space station. There we go. I'll just turn that off a little bit less blue now, but whatever. Um, the plans for the space station, there's more modules that need to be added. There's solar arrays. It's basically going to be another, but like, it's got to look sort of like the international space station when it's done. And, you know, as much as they're, um, irresponsible with their boosters, uh, they gotta, you know, they're doing their, they're doing their space station very well. Gotta give them props man. gotta give them props for doing that. That was totally open. Sour grapes is the word. Uh, what? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, but yeah, the boosters falling into residential areas. Not cool. The boosters, uh, landing in places that, you know, when they don't have a controlled descent, not cool. Um, because if you don't control the descent, you don't know when it's going to land basically. Um, and if it lands on a road, bunch of cars lands in a city, who knows? Most of them land in the ocean. I got to give them that. They, the most of them land in the ocean. They kind of time it out, hopefully for orbital decay that they land in the ocean, but there's a possibility that it doesn't. Um, each crew will have three members with the station's capacity of six. Yeah. And they could add, you know, eventually add onto it. Like the, our space station, like the ISS. Thanks Herman for that sub. Appreciate that. Um, you know, they could add more modules in the future. So, you know, we, we only had a few people at Skylab, you know, and if you, if you look back at that, that was a huge accomplishment. One was Skylab. It wasn't that, it wasn't that long ago, but in the grand scheme of things, um, yeah, it was 73 launch in 73. Occupied for 24 weeks between May 90, 1973 and February 74. It was uh, operated by three separate, three astronaut crews, Skylab 2, Skylab 3, and Skylab 4. So, yeah, three per mission, nine total crew members of Skylab. It's similar. It's similar to the Chinese space station where they could, you know, Skylab didn't, <laughs> Skylab didn't work out. And now we have the International Space Station, so they could. I add more capacity to their space station over time. Uh, they have, let me show you this too. This is a, and I'm all for it. Like I want, I want them to succeed. I think anybody in space, this is the, uh, it's the Chinese space station. Thanks. Uh, I don't know how to say her name. Did a Oh, this is the worst part. I wish Debs was here, but thanks for that uh, sub. I appreciate that. And the ISS is adding a module soon too. Yeah, see that it's it's um it's only a matter of time before this thing gets more modules that they can add on. So three people at a time right now. Main core module, the Tianzhou module, the Shenzhou module. Look at those in the solar panels are huge, absolutely massive. So, uh, they could add more to the, in the future. They could, uh, make another space station too. Love the channel. Thanks SPJ. Appreciate that. 
Uh, what if Elon came knocking on your door to welcome you once you have moved in? <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny, though. He'd be like, hey, thanks, Will, for moving in. There's the sort of schematic of it, top down. And here's some uh, core module schematics as well. It's neat that these are actually a thing. SpaceShuttleAlmanac.com is uh, where they got this. That rocket's pretty small to send people up. I mean, look at how big these people are compared to it. They have to stand vertically. That's how they launch these things. I'm just joking. That's not true. 50 Kel Lindy. Uh, thank you for that sub. I appreciate that. Um, I'm just joking, by the way. <laughs> these people on the side here, just stack them up inside this rocket, and then you send them to the space station. That's not true. That's not true. That was that was a fib. That was a funny uh, yeah, nothing else on the Wikipedia right now, but yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool that they're doing all that stuff. Um, I started, I also started doing a thing like, I want to talk about the channel for a little bit because, uh, I want to keep everybody, uh, up to date with what we're doing. Our new website, sort of new, it's our old website and we're still working on it is in a soft launch right now, spacenewspod.com. We're working on new articles. I accidentally made it live the other day because there was like one thing that I had to push. Basically, um, I was at, I was hooking up the CDN to it and there was uh, certain things that I had to add to it in order to make it live. So I added those things and then I clicked the save button and I was like, uh oh, and then I refreshed my browser and we were live and I was like, well, we're live better than our old site, to be honest with you. So I'm happy about that. Um, so you can check that out. It's just a soft launch. So if there's any errors or anything, we're fixing them up. Um, also, uh, in the near future, I will be traveling a little bit next week, hopefully, and there'll still be content cranking out and I'm going to be cranking out content while I'm on the road. So I'll be taking this camera, but also my phone and my iPad. I'm going to be editing on my iPad. So I'm going to try to figure that out this weekend. Um, and try to figure out how to how to uh, how to edit on that. And it's not that hard. LumaFusion, I've used it before. I've edited a couple of videos and published a couple of videos, which you guys didn't even know I did on my iPad, which is cool. And they actually, those are some of the ones that did uh, pretty well too. So I'm going to use that to edit with on the road. And it's going to be traveling around. I'll be doing more like, um, you know, more spots from not in the studio, but like out in the wild. So one day I might be out in the forest. The other day I might be in a city, you know, something like that. So it might be a little bit more entertaining. It might be a little bit more interesting of a backdrop than just a bunch of rockets. So, yeah, so that's going to be, it's going to be happening in the next week or so. Uh, more content coming up. Like I said before, we're going to be doing, um, we're going to be doing uh, a new video on Monday about some other legal issues that SpaceX is in, which uh, might be, might be a might be a stoppage for certain things, not for the whole program, but might be a stoppage if SpaceX has to uh, kind of step aside for a little bit or work on these things. Why not just get a Neuralink? <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. I'm I'm not gonna do it though. Like I'm gonna get Neuralink like version thirty. You know, if we ever if we ever get to that point. 
you know, I'm not going to be an early adopter. That sounds like horrible, but Neuralink like version 30, when they have it all figured out and they're just like, oh yeah, here you go. Just put this earphone in and then it just goes like, and like drills into your head. That's the one I want. Or like take a pill and then it like does all the stuff for you. That's the one I want. I don't want the one where they have to like open up your skull and like drill a hole in you. No, I don't want that one. That one sounds terrifying. I want the, I want the Neuralink where it's literally like a nanobot. You eat a nanobot and then it does everything for you. And then like you can hear other people's thoughts. That's going to be crazy. But that's the one I want. Give me, I, you know, I'll probably be dead by that time, but if it happens in my lifetime, that'll be cool. Neuralink is too green. Yeah, it's too early, man. There's no way. If I needed, if I absolutely needed it, I'd be like, yeah, you know, if my life couldn't get any worse, but it could get better with Neuralink, I would do that now. But I like my life. So I'm not going to do Neuralink. I'm not going to do Neuralink. I'm not going to, I'm not going to donate my head to them. Um, hey, well, I think China are giving us something else to watch. I wish them well. It's just the rogue booster issue letting their, uh, yeah, I their tribe's done. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree, Mushy. 100%. SPJ, these are great days we're living in. I agree. To, I am 100% with you there. Um, if, if you die before it happens, I'll get a digital one. You could get a hologram. They're working on that stuff. Like, how have you guys seen this stuff? This is like totally not into space at all. But have you seen the things that, like, I don't remember which company it was, but they were working on a hologram person. Like, you stand in, like, you know, those, those orbs with like all the cameras and stuff they, they use to make video games and movies with? You stand there and they 3D scan you and they have a platform. This is crazy. They have a platform that if somebody's like, if somebody misses you, they can talk to your hologram, like your whole body hologram, like you're, it, they're working on it. It's not, it's just like super early. Um, where did I see that on? I saw that somewhere. It was like popular science or something like that, but it's like insane. It's insane. So eventually, you know, it, it, you'll, ha you'll say things like, you know, like sad things. They'll make you say like sad things like, Hey, I miss you. You know, I wish you were here or I wish I was there with you, you know, things like that to make the other person feel better or, you know, <laughs> it's, it's crazy, but that's like a thing that's happening right now. And like, in order to remember people, remember there were like really crappy photos and like the, the early times of cameras and you would look at a photo. I have some, like some really old photos and like metal like metal photos because they're so old and um, the like, that was how it was back in the day. And then eventually it moved to, you know, like you get a, a VHS tape of somebody of like grandpa or whatever, you know? And then you're like, Hey, that was cool. When we went to grandpa's birthday party to grandpa's 90th birthday party. I'm like, yeah, that's how you remember somebody. Um, and then now it's like, you know, you have your phones and stuff like that. So you have thousands of pictures of people, thousands of videos of people and your dogs and stuff. So you can remember people through that. But if you can get to a point like right now, even like 3D, like volumetric, um, what's it called? Oculus, you know, um, what's that called? I, ha I literally have one right there. VR, a VR headset. There's like 
there's things where you can like walk around in literal places like New York city or Florida or Disney or whatever. And you can like walk around and you can like look at people and you like, you can see a person standing here. You see a person and they're real. They're like eating ice cream cones and stuff. Crazy. But eventually you'll be able to just be like bloop. And then, you know, your friend will be standing over in the corner. You'd be like, Hey dude, what's up? And maybe they're going to have an AI attached to that. So the AI attaches that attached to that. You could be like, you could say, Hey dude, what's up? And then the AI could talk back to you and it could give you uh, you know, it could give you a response depending on what you say. That's the future, man. Like that's the kind of stuff. Why, why am I not? Why could you, could somebody build this please? <laughs> that's what I want. I want it to be something like that where, where I, I like walk up to the thing and I can see it full, full 3d and I can go like, Hey man, what's up, man? How have you been? They're like, I've been better. You're like, yeah, you've been better because you're dead. <laughs> you know, you're not, <laughs> of course. And then when you laugh, they laugh, you know, something like that, you know, it'd be kind of creepy uncanny Valley for a long time, I'm sure. But eventually I'm sure they're going to, they're going to get it to a point where it looks real and acts real. And, you know, you're kind of in the space with them. Uh, <laughs> it's crazy though, man. Those things are actually happening though. People are building those things. Um, remember Polaroid cameras, absolute cutting edge. Yeah. I used to have one. We used to have, all right. So don't do this kids, but, um, when I was young and we were, we used to party a lot. We used to go hang out at like a friend's house and hang out, hang out and, uh, party and have a couple beers or whatever, but we take Polaroids, right? We take Polaroid pictures of all of our friends. And it was like, those are some of my greatest memories is when I look back at those and I see like all my homies hanging out and I'm like, man, this is so fun. That was such a good time back then. No care in the world. Like I didn't have rent to pay. I didn't have to like move into a place in Texas and have to worry about the rent in there. Like this place might be possible, possibly be studio B at uh where's it at where's this place called bond adventure apartments i don't know cool little light though that's a neat light kind of weird i like it i like weird things don't come to my house by the way you're not invited <laughs> that'd be weird don't just show up <laughs> no I'm, I'm looking around though so um like i was saying before the these places in in brownsville like Where's, where's, uh, highway four. There's a real grande right. There's a real grande. So right out here, South Padre Island, right out here is SpaceX. Mexico right there is highway four right here. So Whatever is the closest to that. Let's see what the prices are for that. See all results for right here. No availability. There's a place right here, which is pretty close. That is um, this place. It was posted one hour ago. So there are places, but that's like, how much is this? That's 765 bucks a month. It's cheap. Under 800 bucks a month, 880 square feet. Not huge. Uh, there's two studios here though. You get studio, they have a studio. Wait, what does that say? Studio A or 
apartment A and apartment B, two units. Let's do B because it would be our studio B. Like 700 and some odd bucks a month. Almost 800 bucks a month. We get a little yard. That's cool. Get a sort of not quite modern appliances for 800 bucks a month. But Studio B could be in Unit B of that, or it could be Unit A. Let's see. What do I like better? I like a bright. So bright white floor is nice. Bathroom looks okay. It just looks like a normal, like a normal apartment. Not that big of a deal. But they have, yeah, they have tons of, uh, tons of places here. And they're all literally around 800 bucks a month. Like this is, that's an apartment complex. I don't want to live in a complex. So I would say no, no, no. Um, this is 475 a month. All right. What is this? What is this place? That's actually a cool building. I like that building. I like bricks. Uh, this looks like a normal apartment, just like a, a like a utility apartment. Like it's like the most basic apartment you could ever get, for four seventy five a month in Brownsville. No wonder why SpaceX is trying to build it up two hundred fifty square feet. That's like, all right, two hundred fifty square feet. That's tiny, tiny, tiny. It's like just enough room to survive. I like how one of their one of their photos is a fence. It's like a fence. I think is that like the where you park your car though. Maybe they're like here. We have a fence. They don't say what it is. Like none of these photos, they don't say what it is. It's kind of funny when you look at these things and you think of it like abstractly. Like why did they put a picture of a fence in there? Neighborhood nested along the United States-Mexico border beside the Rio Grande. Downtown Brownsville offers a community-oriented, multicultural experience. Similar to other downtown districts, downtown Brownsville is home to several museums and government buildings. The city is also home to the uh, Gladi Porter Zoo, Texas Southmost College, and the University of Texas Rio Grande. Uh, downtown Brownsville exemplifies the city's diverse offerings. Yeah, until you go to a place, until you're like looking at a place like this, then you're like, man, that's cheap, four seventy five a month. Hell yeah, that sounds awesome. And then you go to a place like that, and it's all like, you know, it might be nasty. I don't know. But this place doesn't look nasty. Seven ninety five to eleven seventy five. That looks like. Why don't I live here? That's that looks like a good studio B. And I know we went off. I'm going off on a tangent, but. Bella Vista Apartments. I could climb on that thing every day? How cool would that be? Yeah. Bricks are better than plywood. I agree, Roger. I agree. But that doesn't look too bad. See? Wait a second. Is that... Oh, that, I think that... It's kind of nice, actually. I'm like, wait, I could cook here. I could, like... What's going on with this place? That's nice. Huh. We may have found Studio B. Is this just for like seven ninety five? Okay, let's see. One bedroom, seven ninety five to eight thirty five, five seventy five square feet. Huh. Interesting. Maybe I'll have to send them an email. Let's see what the floor plan's like. Looks nice. The kitchen looks nice. When I look at a place, I look at the kitchen. I look at the bathroom. Living room, I don't really care about too much. Um, because I'll turn that into my office or my studio. 
So yeah, looks pretty good. Yeah. So Studio B down in uh, Brownsville near SpaceX HQ. One of those places, who knows? It will it'll be hurricane season. Houseboats may be cheap. Dude, I would never live in a houseboat. That sounds terrifying. Can we see a launch section get attached? It appears that it could happen. Uh, possibly. We may even see... Uh, uh, let's see what this poll's doing. 61% thinks that Starship SN16 could launch in July. 39 says no. So let's end this poll. Not bad. Not bad. I actually... So yeah, building building uh Studio B or at least having a place to go to to film stuff and you know, take the jump, man, take the leap. Um and get down there and film stuff. The last apartment was very nice, Roger. I agree with you. It's got a nice pool too, which I'm pretty stoked about. <laughs> like I don't have a pool now. I don't. I would just it's like a little resort. I would never leave that place. I'd be like, well, oh, I have to leave and get food? Oh, wait, never mind. They have food delivery. I'm just going to order my stuff online and have somebody show up with a bag of groceries for me. Live in the high bar. <laughs> that would be amazing. But yeah, that's the, that's the plan. You know, like with, with everybody's help, it's like super chatting, being, you know, Patreon patrons, all that stuff, and just watching these videos and liking everything. Like all that stuff totally helps get us to the next chapter of this thing so my next chapter is to get to brownsville get to um you know get to starbase because i can't do everything from here so yeah it's just one of those things where i just gotta like i gotta make the plunge you know I, even if i do it um you know if i sign a lease for a year or whatever that's cool and then we figure it out as we go um then yeah, but the last wood looks really nice. I kind of want to go there and check it out. So signing out, does someone say skate park? Uh, that out of this world would fit in Brownsville. Or the best place could show the rest. Looks like uh, a nice little place for a nest. Allie, yeah, and there's a skate park nearby. So I'm stoked on that. I got to skate. I got to have a place nearby. So um, math from the engine tracker seen in the Shotwell video works out to sometime mid-August for the full stack test, but that doesn't include a speed-up in Raptor production. Right, and also, um, when was that video shot, too? You know, that's an. I was thinking about that the other day. Like, when was that video shot? Was it shot, um, like, a week before it was produced or before it was shown to the world, or was it, sh like, two weeks beforehand? We don't know. We don't know when it was actually shot because sometimes... You know, I work with people in video production. Sometimes you shoot something a month ago. And, you know, we could we could elaborate on which engines in there and which engines aren't there, which ones we've seen, which ones we haven't. It was it was shot June 12th. Shown on the 14th. Oh, OK. Why'd you figure that out, man? I didn't even I didn't even look into that yet. That's awesome. So June 12th, the 14th. Yeah. So sometimes it takes. Sometimes it takes weeks to edit these things down. That's a quick edit. Two days? Dang. Good for them. Well, they have in-house, too. So 
of an in-house media team. They kind of did, SpaceX kind of did the Red Bull thing, right? So Red Bull was never an energy drink company. They were a media company that sold energy drinks. So they lured you in with their media. They lured you in with like the cool skateboarders and, you know, snowboarders and whatever the, the, uh, the guys with the wingsuits. And then they're like, yeah, if you want to be like these guys, drink our drinks. So yeah, they have a whole media company first and then, and then they sold you drinks. Um, collab on stream with uh the group lab padre and nasa space flight would you like to join um i've already done lab <clears throat> excuse me i've already done lab padre that was really fun actually i had a really really great time on their show um i forgot which one of those was sn12 sn11 anyway during one of the launches the little collab um but i liked them they were really cool and uh, we have plans to collab some other time too uh but it just never our times never really matched up because I was doing my show while they were doing their live show. So that's another thing that we have to kind of, kind of work on is like when they're doing the launches, that's when they kind of all come together and like go crazy and like do all the, all the new stuff. So we do have plans to collab with um, somebody on our next podcast though. And I'll let everybody know about that in the next couple of days because I haven't asked them yet, but they want to. And, um, but I haven't asked them if they're available. Um, so we're, we're thinking about that too. That's a different, whole different subject, but we're also thinking about like a stop and chat kind of thing where somebody stops by um, kind of like the podcast area with Neil and myself. And we ask some questions and we just, we just shoot the, shoot the breeze, man. Uh, why wouldn't SpaceX need a shooting range? Starbase soldiers. <laughs> uh, no, those, the shooting range was just nearby and they just bought them out. That's it. So they're probably going to use that property for something eventually, probably housing or something. And S'mores stopped by. Oh man, S'mores, every time I see your name, I'm like, I want to go to a campfire and make s'mores because that sounds delicious. Absolutely delicious. I was actually going to go camping tonight, but it's uh, pretty rainy out. So that would have been a thing. Uh, you need to do some daily videos when there with updates on the construction like NASA Spaceflight does and some live videos near the pad. Roger, that's exactly what I'm going to be doing. That's exactly what I'm going to do. So the, the thing is, I need a place down there that I can, like, so I can do that. That's the plan. Like, that's the 100% plan. The next phase of this thing is, like, we can produce all the videos we want about the news that's going on, but we also have to be there for the news and for the production, you know? Like when they move things around, I got this camera, man. I got a great lens for it. So why not? You know, why not? It's it's like a business. You're growing a business. So you go to the next, um, go to the next level. It's like you start you start with a hot dog stand and you sell like Coke and hot dogs. Coca-Cola, by the way. Coca-Cola and hot dogs. And then you get so much business, you're like, oh, so I have to sell hamburgers now. And I have to sell Mountain Dew. And I have to sell iced tea. I have to sell water. So that's kind of like what this is. It's like, well, what's the next phase? Like you can only do one thing so long and then you have to, you have to, um, you have to evolve or you'll become a dinosaur. So yeah. So we got to evolve, man. That last place, 
looks like it might be cool to evolve into. Hold on, let me see if I can get a... Uh... I'm gonna, you know... I'm gonna look into this one. The last one. There we go. Do you see the rumor about Delta and American talking Starlink with SpaceX? I heard there was going to be something. I didn't know it was Delta and American, but I heard there were a couple companies looking into it. <laughs> All by myself. <laughs> That's amazing. 99. Um, yeah, so the... That's the next evolution of this channel. Um, we can report on stuff or we can make the news, right? So it's like we can report on everything we we want to, you know, we can be one of those people that just reports on other people's stuff, or we can be the people that make the news. And I want to be part of people that make the news. Like, I'm always the person that's like, like this, literally, this thing's like two, this channel's like two years old. And I did it because I had a little audio podcast and I started posting the audio podcast to this channel. And I was like, well, I'm just going to grow this until I can't grow it anymore. Audio podcast started picking up a little bit of steam. Um, just a little bit, not much, but I, I saw something and I was like, man, I can, I can like do this. This is going to be a, this can be a thing. I see the future. Like I, not like a crazy crystal ball person, but I see what this could become and I love it. So the, um, like the fact that the, um, you know, that there are places available in Brownsville, and that is a place where anybody can live. And then all I have to do is literally drive 10 miles down the street and take this camera or my phone, whatever, to the launch site and stand outside for 20 minutes to an hour some days and get enough footage to make a video and post it up every day. Yeah, that sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. That sounds like, plus, I'm a freaking nerd, man. I would love to see rockets in real life. SS, thank you so much for that uh, sub. Quick question, where do you get your video coverage? Uh, this is from S Padre, with permission, of course. Uh, speaking of which, I talked to a guy who's working with SpaceX for augmented reality and their visors. It says they analyze uh, atomic spectra to see percentage composition of anything they look at. What the heck? That sounds insane. Yeah, I, I think eventually, um, I think there's going to be a lot of like augmented reality in the future with uh, spacesuits and stuff too. It's going to be sci-fi. Basically anything you see in a sci-fi movie, you're going to see in a, a spacesuit visor. You're going to see in a spacesuit. The things that you see right now, which it's like, um, you know, it's just a cool looking suit that does the work, but it's super integrated. It's not bulky. It's not crazy like the old NASA suits. It's sleek, slim, looks cool. They designed it so it kind of looks um, fancy, I guess. A good... They had a a, a very well renowned Hollywood uh, costume designer design it, and then they built the internals around that design. So, that being said, this is what it is now. Give, but give it ten years, these spacesuits are going to be insane. Um, yeah. Well, they 
need to add more sections out of the crane to lift the final tower section. I don't think so, Jim Bob. I think it's at its full capacity now. <laughs> it will let them see if Starship is impaired, damaged, or what the regolith on the moon is composed of at any given time via this. What the heck? I I mean, I don't doubt it. I mean, look at what Tesla does. Look at self-driving stuff. Like that alone, the AI in that alone is amazing. Um, let's see. I just got a, uh email back from that apartment, by the way. The fun one. The fancy one with the pool and everything like that's not out of the range so i do i don't have a job like this right here what i'm doing right now is my job so i don't supplement my income with other job stuff like this channel is the only thing i have that can pay the rent pay the bills pay my car payment um pay my insurance all that stuff so this is like all or nothing man so i'm working hard to keep this going um a critical Elon, but it's pretty boss with the fire. Dude, I, I agree with you. I'm tr I try to be as critical as possible. Um, but the, uh, you know, also have to understand that like they're doing so much cool stuff that you gotta, you gotta look at that and be like, man, I'm amazed at how much cool stuff they're doing too. <laughs> do you have any merch? We do have some merch. Um, you can go to, let's see. I don't know what the command is, but let's try this. Let's see if that works. I'm not sure. Um, there you go. There's the merch. And here's the Patreon, too. So the other cool thing is our Patreon has... Um, um, nah, the Streamlabs one. Don't, don't listen to that Streamlabs one. Streamlabs, get out of here. So that Streamlabs one, um, Space Not Space Not RL by purchasing some merch, that's not a thing. That's my old uh, gaming channel. Get access to our private Discord server. So you get access to our private Discord server, and eventually you get a shirt or a sweatshirt or a sticker or something if you join our Patreon. So check out our Patreon. Can't believe Streamlabs. Why is that still a thing? I'm going to unmod you, Streamlabs. Get out of here. I don't need you on here. Remove mod. See ya, buddy. And I can delete you, I think. <laughs> what if I put him in timeout? That would be funny. Um, so yeah, the, so this is like, this is what I do. It's a weird thing because I never had a job like this before. I've, I've worked in media my whole life. Um, I've, you know, I've worked at a TV station. I've worked in a little bit of like tiny bit of radio, but not like, I wouldn't even call it. It was just me running errands for people and stuff like that. So I was like a runner and, um, the TV station was the best, though. I got to watch uh, Star Trek Enterprise every night. <laughs> that was my job. I'd get, like, insert commercials during the commercial breaks. Uh, can you do a channel-specific T-shirt so I can do free advertising for you? Um, yeah, we're working on stuff, actually. Let's see. I don't even know what our what's in our shop right now. We have to update a few things. We have um, We have specific uh, stuff on our patreon too let me show you the max q shirt is like my favorite shirt i gotta get another one of those i got the max q hat so i have to get a max q hat and shirt we have snp shirts um 
logo shirts, but we also have the Starship belly flop. That's pretty cool too. I like that. Here, let's just look at this together. Because it's fun and I like to look at stuff. All right, load. It's not me, it's Teespring. There we go. Do, 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 do. Space Cadet, fun. Space Cadet, stickers, t-shirts, etc. I'm not trying to like, you know, uh, do all this merch stuff for you. So, so I make a bunch of money because I don't make it. I don't make a ton of money off these things anyway. It's like five bucks each, five or 10 bucks each, depending on the thing. But every little bit counts, to be honest with you. So yeah, S&P shirts. Um, this is my favorite one, the belly flop shirt too. This is so funny. Um, Neil made this, the Starship belly flop. Oh no, not again shirt. Um, yeah, pretty amazing. Why is it flickering? I don't know why. There we go. But it goes up to 4XT. I don't even know what 4XT is. That's like extra, 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 extra large. Nope, like because it goes to 5XL, then LT. I don't know what LT is. LT is 2230-something. 22 22-inch waist width? That doesn't make any sense. 5XL is 32. I don't know what LT means. Maybe it's a long T? I was looking at that for you. But there's all sorts of products with it too. But yeah, I that's the Max Q stuff is my favorite. Um, that's a Teespring store. We have this one, Life, Mars, and Everything. It's a booster, number 42. Come on, get on there. There we go. Life, Mars, and Everything. Or not the booster, the... Uh, also, this one, the Starship venting. Neil is so funny, man. Neil is a funny dude. And, like, he's making t-shirts that are just funny. Yeah, I wear this one every once in a while. It's pretty funny. Um, maybe try out some request games. Well, we do all the gaming on Twitch, too. So we have uh, twitch.tv slash space news pod. Crane will definitely get the last two segments located. Yes. Michael, what's up, man? Well, I commend you. You have every Samsung phone. You have a case for it. <laughs> um, yeah, that well, it's not me. It's the it's Teespring doing it. Oh, extra tall, so bigger and longer. Ah, that makes sense. What's up, Launchpad? I was just talking about you a little bit. Um, some great stuff on there. Thank you. Yeah, that's Neil, man. I'm gonna give all the credit to Neil. Like Neil is a freaking smart dude, and he's also super funny, and the starship sus like that's it's so funny man yeah so goofy but so funny uh we got a we got a few cool things on here we got some logo stuff just space i got this shirt because i was like i just want a shirt that says space so i made that it looks like a college shirt um <laughs> it should just say college across it you know those shirts that's what i wanted but i wanted to space instead <laughs> Max Q shirts. Hey, 99 Nations. Thanks, man. We need a character of you running newscasts inside the starship in outer space and your pet dog, too. And your little dog, too. Your channel name, YouTube emblem on a shirt. That would be... Neil could draw, Neil could draw that for sure. You know what I did have? And I wish I could find this. I don't think I'll be able to find it for this show, but I have a shirt 
or I have a logo design. And thanks for that super chat. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, all those things help. Super chats help. Super stickers help. Everything helps like that. But um, oh yeah, by the way, check this out. This might work. Oh, you just got a starship for a second. Oh man, you got the starship launch. Hold on, I might be able to pull this up for you. Oh no, it's not gonna work. Unfortunately, but you get a starship launch every time you uh, give a give a super chatter super sticker. It's it's pretty awesome. Um, been out of the studio for a few days, so catching up on everything. You missed forty eight hours, and so yeah, a hundred percent. I went on sort of like a mini, not even a not even a mini vacation. I just went like on a car trip the other day. I just went like, I just need a break for a day. And I need to drive around and just like go see stuff and record a few things and not look at the news for a day. And I, and I just missed, I missed like five things that I could be reporting on, but I was recording something on my phone. So it was like, let me show you the video. I was recording something. And this is kind of the, um, it's the style that I'm going to be doing in the next couple, couple videos here. Something like this. Let me show you this. Where I'm just like sitting in front of something like that. A little bit different. I'm not in the studio. I'm outside doing something else. I'm editing that video tonight, and that's kind of a, a road trippy video. So, yeah, Zach, the, um, yeah, you, you leave for like a day, and then everything goes to heck um well did you see the pics of the boca chica game in roblox to send on discord no i didn't i didn't actually is that in general space chat oh dang that's awesome dude <laughs> that's pretty sweet with the crane and everything oh dog what are you doing Dog's like cra crazy running around. All right. That means she has to go to the uh, P-O-T-T-Y, I believe. So that means I'm going to step out and I'm going to, uh, to take her out for a little bit. But we will uh, catch up some other time, everyone. Appreciate your support, of course, as always. But I'm going to I'm going to call it quits for this stream, too. I'm just going to just going to let it. Uh, let it get out of here for now. But thanks again for the uh, super chat, man. Thanks, 99, uh, for the $5 super chat. Appreciate that. Thanks to everybody who liked this video. This was just going to be like a Starbase, kind of like everyone just watch kind of thing. But I decided to start talking. <laughs> and I was like, all right, let's just keep going with this thing. Whatever. Figure it out. But thanks again, everybody. I'm out of here. This ending screen has to change, too. I haven't been doing this right. But there you go. Thank you, everybody. Love you all. Take care of yourselves out there. And I'll see you uh, probably tomorrow. But more than likely, I'm working on a video for Monday. So uh, we'll do a... We'll do a uh, probably going to do a premiere on Monday. Let's do that. That sounds like fun. Like a noon premiere on Monday. Let's do that. All right. Well, I'm out of here. Thanks, everybody. Take care of yourselves and each other.